Praise God. The same story that's told in the second chapter of the book of Mark is told in the fifth chapter of the book of Luke. They kind of overlap sometimes in the Gospels. But in Luke, in this particular passage, he adds this. Let, listen to this. It says, And it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Praise God. Now, we understand the story goes on and tells us about the, the guy who had four people carrying him and they tore the roof off the place. We know that he got healed. But I got to believe that there were, there were many others that received the healing and a touch in Jesus' name. Praise God. There's no question about it. In, in this church, in particular church, God is, um, is, is wanting and willing to move in that realm in Jesus' name. And so before we take, I'm going to ask about, oh, because I don't know how much time we have tonight for all of the testimonies, but I'm going to ask maybe six of you, six of you, to come up here and sit in these chairs right here. If you've got a testimony tonight that you want to make known to the Lord right now, I'm going to ask you to come up here and sit in, these, in this front pew right here. We're going to get to you in just a second. Praise God. Praise God. No, I'm putting you on the spot, but that's, there's a reason for that. Okay, well, that's good. Well, at least six. No, I'm just kidding. Praise God. Got two. We got four. You better sit over here and even this out. No, 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 you, you made the move. You made the move. Oh, don't, won't you, don't worry, that'll come later. But this is good in Jesus' name. Praise God. Now, while they're preparing for their testimonies, and I'm just going to go right down the line here is what I'm going to do. Um, and, and, and we're going to rejoice in what the Lord is doing. But right now, I want us to pray for healing. There's just, I believe that there's a, a special anointing on this service right here for healing. In Jesus' name, just lift up your hands and just ask the Lord to heal. In Jesus' name, yes. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Aha. Uh -huh. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, yes, thank you, Lord. That's right. Let that move through here right now. No matter what it is, cancers, depressions, any physical ailment, Lord God, I believe you are able to do exceeding abundant above all that we ask or think. Yes, Lord God. Tendons, knees, everything, Lord God. You're the healer. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Repeat after me. By his stripes, we are healed. Say it again. By his stripes, we are healed. Let's do it one more time. By his stripes, we are healed. In Jesus' name, let's give God praise. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We'll see where this takes us tonight. The microphone is here. 
you come up and you, you address it one at a time. Sister Wanda, you are number one. So you go, and we'll go right down the line, and then when she's done, um, uh, I'll let you be last, okay? Brother, you come up then in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. He's so good to us. He is so good to us. I was thinking when Pastor opened this up for testimonies, how can you choose a testimony 18 or so years living for God? And he's just Amen. blessed me more than, oh, I can't, just can't even say it all. The song says, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. And um, I just want to thank him for restoration. And he's our redeemer. He's our kinsman redeemer. And um, I just thank the Lord today for setting me on that solid foundation, saving my soul, blessing me beyond anything I could ever imagine that he could do for me. And um, the scripture, um, Psalms 37, verse 4 and 5, says, Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give ye the desires of your heart. And he has done that for me so, so, so many times, actually. And um, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So I praise the Lord for that. And then Zephaniah 3.17 um, is so special because did you know that the Lord sings over you, sings for you? Not only are we singing praises to God, but um, Zephaniah says that. It says, the Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one, he will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. So I praise the Lord for loving me and, and saving me and setting me on the foundation, saving my soul and giving me the desires of my heart. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad to be second so I can hurry this time. Um, so there's the scripture in uh, Genesis 22, I think it's, I'm just going to use this one, 22:14, where, um, where uh, Abraham had just named that place Jehovah Jireh, and he says, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And I remember, you know, I was going to testify a little bit about our trip, but um, just some other things happened after our trip and just, um, when I was a drug addict, you know, I, I used to have this fear of police officers and stuff and like thinking that they were monsters. It was just part of the addiction that I, that I was struggling with. And, um, one of my greatest testimonies coming out of that um, you know, all the sacrifices that I've, that, that I've made to change my life for God and that he's asked me to do, he already seen some of the things that he was going to do. And just like when Abraham, before he went up, he was, you know, he was scared to do certain things and to take his son up to the mountain. But God already seen. God already knew that the sacrifice was there. God already knew, you know, what he was going to do in his life. And for me, you know, like it, just that one night where, you know, um, Brother Darren had just been working on me and stuff. And I, 
was so scared to come in here and do what the Lord had been telling me to do, but I laid my drugs on this altar right here. And I know you guys have heard this testimony before, and the first one to pray for me is Pastor Jerry, but then, you know, it doesn't even stop there. He's asked me to, you know, like being a drug addict and kind of being scared of police, they're monsters. It's like this dream. I used to have dreams that they were the evil one. And then to have a man ask me to be his reference to be a dare officer. The Lord's seen that. You know, that meant that was one of the most amazing parts of my testimony and I shared in the jail like, you guys, I used to be against the authority too, but you want to know what God did for me? And then just today, that same man, two of my best friends are police officers. Today. And that just blows my mind, you know. And what you asked me to do today, brother, that's just another huge part of my testimony that you, you know, he laid hands on me that night. He didn't judge me. God healed me. And then God just kept growing that testimony. And me and Brother Cody, we have great testimony too. And I feel like I need to be transparent with one thing that happened on that trip. And I don't glorify our mess ups, but I feel like sometimes we need to be transparent that we are real people. And I want to say one thing. I think Brother Cody might have the gift of healing. Because we were up there. And every time I said something, you know, there was one in particular. He prayed for my cramps one time, and it was like, boom. We just started walking. I'm like, wow. I'm not even scared anymore. But there was another time where I had plantar fasciitis before, and I struggled with it for a few years. And I knew what it felt, felt like when it first happened. And it happened out there. And it just ripped. And this was on our first day, and it ripped. And I was like, oh, man, I know that feeling. And I was like, we're not even going to, I'm going to have to, I told Cody I felt it rip. And man, Cody didn't even hesitate on this trip. It was just such a beautiful thing, man. When you choose to do things with people, choose people of faith, man. It was such a beautiful trip, man, that, you know, like we were praying and praising God the whole time. There's nothing like that. We're supposed to hang out with, we're supposed to testify to other people, but when we're doing these kind of things, Going to the mountains or fishing, man, we should be with brothers like this because Cody laid hands on me, man, and that rip that I felt, it was gone like that. I mean, he, God healed me right there, and I was, I was like, wow, wow, that was awesome. I mean, I started crying when I was telling pastor because I know that it was God. I knew that feeling. I knew when it ripped a couple years ago and when Cody laid, and every time, man, that, we, that I would start struggling and we were tired, Cody would just, let's pray. He would lay hands on me and I felt bad that at the end he got sick and I was like, we're laying hands on you, man. But he, it was just such an awesome experience going with my brother and praying. But we got to this one point and I'm going to be real quick here where we were a little bit scared. We've seen our campsite down this, but we were walking back and forth, and we had like an hour before dark. And we were about out close to a mile away from camp. We could see it, but we couldn't find the trail down, and there was cliffs. And 
I could see a little bit of fear building in Cody for the first time. He's just like, he's just so chill. <laughs> yeah, man, let's just walk through these forests. Who cares if there's a trail, man? We're going to make it. That's Cody. But I seen this fear, and I was starting to fear a little bit because it was getting dark. And uh, I even got so fearful at that moment that, and this is not my testimony. And kids, this is not okay. But I, I said a cuss word in my, and it's the first time I have in a long time, you know? You know, and I, was, I said this cuss word, and Cody doesn't even know about that. I said it, and right away, the godly sorrow came. You know, and the fear came, aw- came out, but, it, but the godly fear, you know, and, the, and right away I was just like, Lord, I'm sorry. And I don't know why I said that. You know, I didn't know that some of you, you just think, oh, it's just a cuss word, whatever. I don't know what you think. But it, I felt that, and then Brother Cody came walking up, and I said, did you find it? And then we made this plan. We can only, we got this much time. We can go 15 minutes this way, 15 minutes that way, but let's pray. And so right away, you know, like, even though I messed up, and even though I did that, we prayed. And as soon as we walked away from that prayer, boom, we found the trail after looking for it for about an hour and a half. Even through my screw up and even through, you know, my mess ups, a righteous man will fall seven times. But this, it's not me being perfect and following the law. It's me just getting back up. And it's me being sorry for what I do. And then God, man, I'm talking a few minutes after that, I just felt like not very good about, about it. But I told God I was sorry, and he said, that's okay. Just pray with Cody. And then he led us, boom, we found the trail, boom, we were back down to camp right before dark again for the second time. But, man, there was so many awesome experiences. I would love to share them all. I know that there's a lot of great testimonies, but God is so awesome, and he's, he's graceful and forgiving. If we confess our sins to him, he will cleanse us, from, and he will make us more righteous. It only comes from him. And it's so awesome. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I was just wanting to come up here and really talk about overcoming, really, because I've been having a lot of thoughts that you know, maybe I should start talking more and open and and it's just I have a, I have pretty serious anxiety, you know, and and it probably came off of the long long term addiction that I had for over over a decade, you know, and it, it was just hitting me, you know, that we need to be overcomers and pastors explain that we are overcomers, especially when we're filled with the Holy Ghost that we can overcome anything, and. I guess main part of my testimony is just me coming up here and overcoming that fear to speak out to y'all, you know. <laughs> uh, and, I, and it kept hitting, going in my mind that I was going to Exodus 4, 10 through 13, I believe it is, where God wanted Moses to go out and speak to all the people and and. Moses is like, God, I can't, can't do this, you know. Please don't let me do this, you know. Uh, 
I, what do you say? I'm slow. I'm slow to speak. Yeah, and it's like, but guess what? He's one of the greatest leaders of all time. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm definitely can't compare myself to Moses, but <laughs> I'm just, just saying, you know, that's overcoming right there, and and that's, and that's in fear and depression. I don't, I can't really see them coexisting with faith, you know, and and. With God, he is our strength, and he can help us overcome anything. And right here, this right here is proof, you know, because some years ago, I would have, I came back here a little bit ago, hour ago or so, and Mike asked me if I wanted to come up and speak. And I was, right then and there, I would have been like, no, I got to go. I got to go. I'm sorry, someone's calling me, <laughs> you know. So, and that's when the scripture really hit me. Mike and I prayed about it, and then the scripture hit me with Moses, how he was scared, and I was like, I can do this. You know, I know I can with God. So, and, you know, there's fear, so much fear around, and it's, it's a hard thing to overcome, but God will help us overcome it, and he does. He does. So, I think uh, I should probably quit here while I while I'm while I'm at, while I'm ahead, so thank you. <laughs> well, uh, so I'll pretty much just testimony on the trip, and uh, really, it's just God will provide and the healing. It's just I was just. I was amazed, you know, like I believe in God, right? You know, there's the, the tiny bit of doubt. It's all about action. We just had to take action. There was, a, there was only a slight hesitate, like I only hesitated slightly before I put hands on Mike, and I just knew that if I put hands on him, that's what the scriptures say, he will be healed, and I got to have faith. What are we going to do out here? What are we going to do? And so I just took the opportunity, and um, one big, huge thing for me was, so here I am, before the trip, not working out, not doing anything to be in shape. You know, heard it's a hard trip. Heard it's supposed to be 28 miles, ended up being 40. Well, so this is, this is the reality is how often do we allow ourselves to stay in comfort? How often do we limit ourselves just based on our physical, how we feel, how often do we not go up to somebody because our physical, our flesh doesn't like it? Well, that whole trip, my flesh was like, no way, let's go. We're giving up. Let's not do this. Like, this is not fun at all. And here I am just praising the Lord and trusting and just allowing that spirit to keep a good attitude, to keep a, a solid, you know, just take one step at a time in, in the spirit. My feet were not working the way I wanted them to, but they, I, we made it. We made it with God. And even on the driving, just the, the road to the trailhead, if it wasn't for God, that vehicle would have made, we would still be out there right now. I don't know. But that's, that's a big thing. And, uh, and another, one last thing. In my past, I was a risk taker. That was my thing. I would just do it, whatever. Didn't think about anybody else but myself. And, uh, so we got to that base of the mountain, and we talked about it, and it was, it was scary. 
what matters most is my family. And I'm blessed to be with my family. And I'm blessed that I didn't take the peak and take that risk. And that's, I'm changed. That's me being restored and renewed. And thank you, Jesus. And that's all I got. Well, it's been a while since I went ahead and, and gave a testimony. And uh, uh, this has really been a, a, a life lesson for me. Um, I, I'm not sure if some of you know that my house sunk at least two inches. And uh, so it's some uh, concrete damage and whatnot. And I'm stressing out over this, going, how am I going to get this? How am I going to fix it? Where's the money going to come? What am I going to do? You know, and again, trying to do it on my own. You know, uh, again, not going right ahead and, and putting my trust in the Lord. And, and I think that's a good theme for, for today and everything else. Because, you know, I'm a guy that, hey, I'll do it myself. Uh, that's hard. It's hard to let that go. Because I'm like, uh, no, no, I, I can't do this without the Lord. And my testimony is, is I'm, I'm staying up all night, worrying about this. And it's funny just everything just came together. I said, okay, I'll just give it to you, Lord. And guess what? <laughs> everything has gone just, just great. It, and you know what's so funny is that even with that house sinking, it only sunk two inches. You know, I even praised the Lord on that because why it didn't sink five or didn't sink a foot like some of the other homes. And to be able to go right ahead and have all of a sudden we, we have the money to, to fix it. And I'm just like... Yeah, and I'm able to do it, most of the, the work myself, and, and, and I have a beautiful wife that just backs my play every single time. So I, I'm very grateful, very thankful. So I guess the, the base of my message is, uh, my testimony is, uh, have faith in God. He will go right and provide uh, and every single time. And don't try to do it yourself because I guarantee you, you're going to fail. <laughs> So praise God. Thank you very much. Yes, God is so good. Like Wanda was saying, we could all stand up here for hours, I'm sure, and testify to God. Um, mine is uh, my most recent one. Um, I was blessed to go to the ladies' conference, retreat, I don't really know what it's called, to the ladies' meeting, Wyoming meeting. And um, I did not count it as a blessing before <laughs> going. Um, I fought it and fought it and fought it. I have a lot on my plate right now. It's summer. You know, there's lots of new things going on. We're trying all these new things. And I was like, I just don't have time to go to that. I have so much stuff that I have to get ready for next week. And Wanda was bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. Thank you, Jesus, for Wanda. And, um, but I was finding every excuse, you know, I just kept fighting it and I was doing like the thing that Jerry talks about every time I think of it, that putting the wool out and, and seeing, you know, like, if you do this, God, then I'll go. And then he would do that and be like, okay, well, maybe that was just me thinking, you know, I, I yeah, uh, if you do this, I'll go. And finally, the last thing was I had this leak, I have a leak in my, or I had a leak in my water heater. And I was like, oh, can't go, it's leaking. You can't, you can't just leave a water heater leaking like that, even though we had a nice little setup, it was dropping into this bucket, you know, so. Um, 
I called the plumber. I'm like, there's no way that he's going to get me in in a day and a half, you know? So if it happens, Lord, I will go. This is my final. I'm not going to test you anymore. I'm just going to trust you. So I called the plumber, and she says, oh, I don't know if we can get you in that soon. I'm like, I need it by tomorrow afternoon. She's like, I, yeah, I'll call the guys, but it, it doesn't look good. And so I'm like, yes, I don't have to go. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I knew this was your will. I got so much to do. 20 minutes later, the plumber calls and said, I'm heading to your house. And so I'm like, okay, okay, Lord, I'm going. And so um, I really struggled the whole time I was there. I just had kind of a bad attitude. I had so much anxiety about all this stuff that I had to get done and what I could be doing and instead of paying attention and receiving what I needed to receive. Plus, my husband was on a mountain and was supposed to peak on Friday night and call me, and I never got that call. So those were weighing on my mind, too. And I just kept, you know, like, God, I trust you. I know. <coughs> Sorry, this cough is from the smoke, just so everyone knows. Um, I know and I trust you that you're going to take care of him. He's going to be okay. And then the fear would set in, you know, and I'd be like, I, someone would ask me, have you heard from him? No. I mean, no, no, it's going to be okay. <laughs> but um, it just continued to get stronger. And it wasn't like you know, overwhelming, but it was just this nagging little tick, you know, in my soul, like, and then I started doing the whole mom-wife thing, like, okay, so if he dies, this is what I have to do, you know, just the whole gamut, it just spun, I just allowed, I did not take those thoughts captive, and they just spun, so I'm all planning the, you know, everything, <coughs> I had to tell my kids, all of that stuff, and um, it was, it was just not good. I couldn't hardly receive anything from that service. Um, and it was the last one. It was Saturday morning. And um, it was a really good, they were good services. She was a great speaker, huh, ladies? Yeah. There was so much to receive out of there. And I did. I was taking notes and trying, you know. But once we got to the, the altar call, <coughs> I was like, mm, I'm not really feeling it. But she's like, get it, you know, calling everybody up there and and so I just went up there, and I'm like, Lord, you know what I need. I'm, I'm, I'm so stressed out. I'm so scared. I'm, you know, I don't know how to handle this, and I just, I just need you. And I'd been praying for him. I need you. I need you. I need to hear your voice, you know, and I just wasn't hearing or feeling anything. And I'm closing my eyes, and I'm just almost begging him, you know, just do something. I can't, I can't even feel you. I can't feel your peace. I can't feel anything. And I heard the word surrender. And so I'm like, yes, yes, okay, I'll do that. So I just started, you know, it's yours. And then I gave him everything. It wasn't just about my husband, you know, it was about everything that I was trying to do on my own, you know, taking on so many things. And, and it's okay to take on those things when God calls you to do those things, but you can't do it alone. And so I just gave it to him and when I got to that point where I was really just broken and like oh I don't have to carry all this like not even two seconds and my watch started going off and my husband had texted me and he was okay and it was just then I couldn't stop crying because God's so good he's just so so good you know he's so faithful and he just you know he knows what we need and I, and then I went down sat down and prayed and I was just thanking him and thanking him and and I was like man I just can't believe I didn't think of that before I've been trying to hold all this myself and and he was like yeah it's just I had to get here to get you here 
you know, I had to let these things happen so that you can get here. And so I just, he's such a provider and knows what we need. He knows us every part, heart, mind, soul, everything. And he knows how stubborn I am and how strong I am, I think, you know. And I sometimes cut him out, you know. Oh, I'll get it done, Lord. I'm your servant. I'm going to do it. But you can't do things without him. Not, not these things. Not the things of God. Not the things that he's called you to do. You cannot do it on your own. So I just, I just praise him for his providing, his provision, everything that he's done and teaching me to surrender. He's such a good God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. We're going to come up here and sing in just a few minutes, okay, in just a few minutes. Um, beautiful testimonies, and as someone has said, I'm sure there's many, many more out there. Um, I think we're all kind of detecting the fact that we are not perfect people. We're all going through stuff. And that's just the world that we live in, and I appreciate uh, the, the honesty and the transparency. We had a, a few other ladies that went. Sister Juan, did you, did you want to? Actually, my son just asked if he can testify. He's asking if he can testify? Sure, come on up here. Not with your mom. You've got to come up here by yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to scare a little guy. Okay, you want to testify? Go ahead, tell him. What do you, don't tell, don't look at me, look at them. He protects us. Yes, he does. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Anything else? Okay. He just loves us. Amen. Jesus yeah. loves us. Yeah. That's good meaning, isn't it? Good. Anything else? He just loves us. There you go. You need to hit the streets yeah. with that message. That's what you need to do. Have your mom and dad drop you off down here at the. No, I'm just kidding. That's good. That's good. Out of the mouth of what? Yeah. But we had a couple of other ladies that went to this retreat, too. I know that um, I think it'd be a good idea if we gave them an opportunity. This is important for our ladies. And so, yeah, I asked you if you're going to be here tonight. And so that's what I was really plotting. I was doing this. I wasn't going to tell you the whole story. So you, come on, just tell us what you got. Just a nugget that you got. Yeah, just a nugget. The turn your fear into faith. Here's my fear. I don't like to talk. So that's yeah. my big one, is just my fear into the faith. Um, that, was, that was a really good message. I got a lot out of it. So thank awesome. you. Amen. We're glad that you went. We appreciate you. Appreciate you in Jesus' name. Hey, you did great. You did fantastic at Bible studies, so I know you got it. But just give us a little nugget of what, what happened there at the Ladies Retreat. Um... It seems like the past month or so, I have been praying about, um, I really want to try the Bible study to find somebody to do that with, but I'm really scared, I'm really nervous, and um, I kept asking God, can you just drop somebody in my lap, that way I don't have to go out and seek, it would be so much easier, and then it just seems like every time I come to church, Pastor would be talking about that. I think last Sunday, Mike had said something about um, not to be not to be scared to just go ahead and do it. And then that was what the ladies retreat was about too. And it just seems like it keeps coming and coming. So I'm like, I'm still really scared and nervous about it, but the message is clear. <laughs> That's good. Praise God. Who, who am I missing? 
Rita, that's right. I knew that. Where's she at? Oh, there she is. Um, um, seems like we've got a lot of scared people around here, don't we? Yeah, well, God's going to help us. Sis, we just want to hear from you. You went to the ladies' retreat. Give us a little bit of a nugget of what you got. I was going over what was preached yesterday. I was too kind of, sorry to say this, but I've been um, kind of working, been taking away, coming here all the time. And, and so when I go to church, I kind of not really concentrating. I'm trying to put my mind back in. But um, the lady that preached yesterday was like, um, don't be afraid. Don't, uh, what do you say, something about just keep going. If something happened, if you're, you know, if you failed something, don't hang on to it. Just keep going. Move on. Don't just stay in one place. And when there's death in the family, she had one. And that one I have not experienced, but. It's just, she, she just says, just that one, you had to go a little bit at the time, keep moving a little bit at the time, and it gets you out. And then um, when you get upset or being mad at somebody, um, which I've been through for a while, and um, she on that one, she says to, to go back in and get your, pray more and get the Holy Ghost, get some more Holy Ghost in you. He's not, he's the one that um, can take care, take care of all that. Um, when you get upset, he can take that away, and you can handle it when things come about again that before you couldn't handle it. And um, you can do it with the Holy Ghost. So those are the, all the things that he went, she went through with us, and it's a good also a reminder because most of those that I've been going through a lot now, and um, I'm doing good with it. And then um, because of all those that's going to it, through me, going through, I'm turning to my sisters at church now. And and I'm gonna be depending on all of you. And I'll be among you and and lift our prayers up and keep going too. And and I noticed by the testimony that we all going through some things. And forgetting about stuff as to not giving the Lord all this that we need help with. And we need to have him carry our burden and do more of that with our prayer and just continue on with that. And she said, just keep going. Don't stop. That's good. In Jesus' name. That's good. Hey, why don't, you, why don't you look at somebody and say, hey, you're an overcomer. Come on. Now look at him again and say, I'm an overcomer. Ah, I believe that in Jesus' name. We're going to, one last one here tonight, and as we've said before, I'm sure there's many more that could stand up, and we'll do this again. Um, I think this is good. I really do. I think this is something that can help us to be healed and something that can help us to, to kind of come out of ourselves in Jesus' name. And so I'm proud of all of you. Those of you that have testimonies, we'll hear from you. Uh, share it with somebody this week in Jesus' name. Singers, I'm going to ask you to come. Sister Carnahan, you finish off the testimony part of this, okay? Well, Sister Pedigo was a very good speaker. She, was, she, she seemed like a real person, you know. She had problems like we have, and she had ch child issues, and she had things happen to her that were harmful and hurtful. And what I took away from her for the, for the most part was 
these grudges, these things that happen to us that are not good, that are inflicted upon us, pain inflicted upon us by others or by accidents or whatever, and they affect who we are, they affect our emotions, they affect our physical body sometimes. And she was talking about how we carry that with us because we're just not over it yet. And so we carry it around with us and we talk to people and we hold it like it's a big old rock in our arms and we say, yeah, this is what happened to me. See this right here? And it's, we carry it around with us and it kind of defines who we are and what kind of Christian we are and what kind of testimony we have for the world and those who we meet. And then she said, sometimes we take that rock and we lay it on the altar and we pray, God, this happened, and I know that you can heal me, and I know that you knew it, and I can come through this with you. And thank you, Jesus, for delivering me from the grudge I've been holding, or however you want to pray that prayer. And she says, you stand up and you start rejoicing, and you say, thank you, Jesus. You feel 20 pounds lighter. But she says the issue is that sometimes when we leave, we just grab that old stone and carry it with us some more because we kind of don't know how to live our life without it. It's, it's big, and it's kind of part of us. We feel like it's part of us now. And she actually had a rock up at the, at the pulpit, and she put that rock down in the front, and she said, this is what you got to do. You got to put that rock down, and you got to walk away from it, and your testimony now is what defines you now is what people will see in you now is, yeah, that happened, but God brought me through that. I am whole again because I went through that, and God brought me through that, and I don't have to live with that. I don't have to carry that anymore. Come on. And you just you walk away without picking it up again. And she said sometimes in life you'll walk down a path that that rock is just right there, and you'll see it, and you'll remember. But she said control your thoughts. You don't have to remember the bad stuff. You can remember God brought me through that. I'm done with that. And when someone else is going through something like that, you can tell them, God brought me through. He'll bring you through, too. So that's, that's the thing that she said that impressed me most. But she said a lot of stuff. She said a lot of stuff. And I didn't get the tapes. Did anybody get the tapes, ladies? I don't think they were, were there tapes? I don't think there was. Oh, of course there were. No. We'll just have to work that one out. We'll have Jesus to work that name. one out. Yeah. But it was a good ladies' retreat. Praise and I will also testify, like Chrissy, sometimes beforehand, oh, there's so many reasons I shouldn't go. Just so many. <laughs> and you feel that way, but you just go. Right, I Rita? Needed it. I you needed just it. go, and you're always glad you did. And the time with your sisters is always a blessing. And they have a wonderful farmer's market in Casper. So I got a watermelon. <laughs> Chrissy got me a watermelon. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your testimonies. Thank you, folks, for being here tonight. We're going to worship the Lord for a few more, for, for a little bit of time here. Do want to remind you that there's food in the back. So if you want to stay in fellowship after this service, you're more than welcome to do that in Jesus' name. My God is awesome.
my God is awesome.
from out here as we said there's food in the back and we would welcome you to stay and have a bite to eat and fellowship with us in Jesus name everybody say God bless the food, bless the food. and he will in Jesus name but I'm going to tell you something folks there's a big reason why we are overcomers Amen. 
And that's because you and I are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And don't ever forget that, praise God. I'm telling you something, you can call up the Holy Ghost anytime, any place, and any situation in Jesus' name. I've got the Holy Ghost down in my soul. 